I'm going in search of witches. Witches? Witches. I guess you found me out, huh? Yeah. You should come around here on Halloween. You'd really see something then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we all jump off the roof and fly. You know, sort of like a coven. We were placed fester under some strange sexual spell. And what time will we be spellcasting? Welcome to Moonstone Witchery, the podcast where we chat about witchcraft and spirituality in a modern context. My name is Rian Lockard, and I am the head witch at Moonstone Witchery. You can find me on Instagram at Moonstone underscore Witchery. You can find me on my website, MoonstoneWitchery.com. You can find me in my cute little Facebook group, which is also called, drumroll please, Moonstone Witchery. Are we noticing a theme? I think there's a theme. Um, What's I going to tell you? Oh, I am like doing tons of intuitive readings right now. Um, I don't know if everyone knows this about me, but the bread and butter of my work is intuitive life coaching and also um, intuitive, aka psychic readings. So um, if anyone is interested in that, you can find out information on booking readings with me and what kinds of readings I offer on my website, uh, moonstonewitchery.com. All right. So I'm sitting outside. It is like fall is in the air. And it's kind of lovely and there's like the wind is blowing and there's little birds and it's really nice. So if you are not able to be somewhere outside, just kind of like channel in this like crispy fall morning that I'm sending your way because it is lovely. I don't know what it is about fall and witches, but this is our jam, y'all. This is like it. Although I do love me some summer. Okay, today um, I want to chat because... I had a really cool question come through on the Instagram page last night. I shared a meme and it said something like, um, baby witches. It was like this picture of a baby witch being drawn to doing a spell and like this big guy coming up and holding the baby witch back and saying like, you have to do your shadow work first or something like that. I mean, (laughs) not really capturing the essence of the meme. It was funny and like relatable, but I'm just kind of like, have you ever tried to describe like a funny picture? It's very hard to do. So lots of cool conversation happened in the comments of this post. And there were a lot of questions, so many questions. I'm watching my dog as she thinks she's going to eat a bee, but hopefully she gets it together. Um, There were a lot of cool questions coming in um, in the comment section of this post. And there was a lot of people asking me, what does shadow work even mean? How do I begin? What is my shadow side? Like what, what are we even talking about? And I got really excited because of course I did because shadow work is like foundational to my brand of witchcraft and like the way that I like to approach witchiness in general, Um, probably because my background is in self-work and um, life coaching and kind of just digging through excavating our sense of who we are and, and trying to become like the best version of ourselves we can possibly be. And so since that's my background, I really resonate with the fact that shadow work is 
I don't even want to say like a good idea. I want to say like doing your self work and doing your shadow work is like fundamentally important to being able to be powerful as a witch. So what does that mean? What let's talk about what shadow work is. So there's some conversation around these terms like shadow work, light worker, um, black magic, white magic. I mean, there is some racism in the foundation of phrases like this, like the dark is bad and the, the light is good. When really, if we like understand how colors work, um, white is like, isn't it that white is the absence of color? Oh, no, white is like all of the colors and darkness is like the absence of color. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that point was supposed to be. What I'm trying to say is that just because something's in the shadow doesn't make it bad. Just because something's in the light doesn't make it good. I have a friend who works as a chaplain at um, a hospital. And a chaplain, for those who don't know, is somebody who is a minister of some kind or another. And they work for the hospital and their job is to comfort people or offer spiritual guidance or spiritual counsel or spiritual input if you are you know, sick or in fear or not, not doing well while you're in your hospital stay. They'll come be sort of a spiritual ear. Um, and so one of my friends is a chaplain. Actually, a couple of my friends are chaplains, but one of my friends is a chaplain and she called me and she said, I'm trying to teach other chaplains about witchcraft and what am I supposed to say when they ask me about people doing black magic? And I said, well, quite honestly, you don't need to be a witch to do something like dark or hateful with your, with your words. Um, if you were to be a Christian and you were to pray for someone's business to fail, that would be some, quote, black magic right there, wouldn't it? See, all we're doing with witchcraft and spirituality and discussing religion in general is we're putting words to concepts, but those concepts exist without the words attached to them. I want you to like hear that sentence and think about it, okay? These concepts, these behaviors, these actions, these things that we do exist without any framework of language attached to it. So like... If I was somebody who, I don't know, lived in a bubble somewhere, didn't understand our cultural preconditioning at all, and I went outside and I, like, gave the gave my local river, like, an offering of something I had, you know, woven for the energy of the river, and I placed it in the river, and I said, you know, I'm just so grateful for the river for existing. Thank you so much um, for all that you do for me and all that you provide for me. Like, I just wanted to give you something because you give me so much. If I was to do something like that, that might be considered witchcraft or paganism or anything like that. But a Christian could do something like that and just be like, I'm praying. I'm grateful for the abundance in my life, and, and they might theoretically in their mind be directing their actions towards some monotheistic being, but the action itself doesn't change. It's just the framework in which we put the action. And so someone can be doing like negative spell work because that's my framework, right? And somebody can be doing negative spell work by, by setting out like a nasty prayer, like a prayer that like wants somebody else to suffer or be ruined or says like, you know, if someone's like, God, please show this person, like, 
the consequences of their actions. Like, that's actually not a nice prayer, right? Like, <laughs> and if a witch was to do that, we would be like, oh my gosh, it's left-handed magic, or oh my gosh, it's she's doing dark magic, black magic, whatever it is. Um, but when it's through a Christian context, it's not seen that way. No, no. So uh, that was me talking to my dog again. <laughs> so what I'm trying to tell you is that these ideas, these concepts of shadow and light are are helpful until they're not helpful. And I talk about this all the time. Things are helpful when we are learning how to use them to relate to ourselves or to others or when we are discussing how to for, put ourselves in our own kind of category with our, within ourselves so that we can find the people who we relate to and so that we can connect to those people. And I've done entire episodes about this. But things become not helpful when they start to limit us or when they start to harm us in some way, okay? So just maintain that thought process as we're going and as we're talking. What is shadow work? Shadow work is the process by which we examine, do some self-examination, examine ourselves, and we look into ourselves to see the places in which we are having or harboring or holding negative behavior patterns, negative thought patterns, negative just reflexes in general, and that we are in a spot where self-work would benefit us and it would make us like a better person overall. It would make us a more connected person overall. It would elevate us to a higher level of the self, the higher self, the spirit, whatever it might be. Um, When you're trying to figure out, so shadow work is really just self-work. Shadow work is just a word for self-work. Okay. And as you all know, I'm always saying like witchcraft is self-work. And so what I mean by that is like if we are approaching witchcraft from a place in which we are operating out of a system within ourselves that is like triggered out or I don't know, like impulsive, reactive, um, not grounded and centered in pure intentionality and purpose. If it's just like a flash response, that tends to be a place that we could use some self-work and it tends to be a more destructive energy. Um, reactive energy is always based in emotion and intensity of emotion and just a flash of a response that is usually based out of something that we've been triggered by. And that's never really us operating from the seat of our highest self. It's not ever us really operating from who we truly are. It's more of like our knee jerk reaction. And so when we do self-work, we learn how to monitor those responses that we have we learn how to manage them we learn how to mitigate them and we learn how to kind of like be aware of them but not allow them to run the show Um, if you are a reactive person what you're doing is you're allowing your emotional um, temperature to drive your life force like you are imagining like not imagining you are allowing like your feelings in the moment to make your decisions for you or kind of catapult you in a certain direction um, and to impulsively lead you in a direction that you might not actually want to go. I don't know if you've ever done this thing where like you get really, really mad and then you decide you're not going to act upon it and you like give yourself three days to wait and then decide if you are going to take action or not. Um, But that's an example of, of somebody like being aware of their feelings and not buying into them immediately and then instead using some time of self reflection to wait and decide who am I really how do I want to handle this situation how do I want to show up to this circumstances and like what can I do about it um 
So shadow work is examining the parts of us that we maybe aren't so proud of. It's examining the the versions of ourselves that we maybe don't really want to acknowledge or look at. You know, if you are a person who really allows themselves to believe their own interpretation of events without trying to step aside and reflect and like take in all the information, then you might have some shadow work to do. You might have some stuff to examine. Um, Self-work is a whole huge world that we can sink into and that we should sink into, um, especially if we are going to wear the title of witch because a witch seems to be somebody who is spiritually able to first of all acknowledge that she is a witch and that's why step one of becoming like really embracing your witchiness is claiming and owning the word witch because I have this theory that we have to have done some some self-work in order to even be able to claim that word because there is such an intense connotation around the word because there is such a negative vibe from people who don't understand it around that word that we have to be willing to have enough confidence in ourselves and in our practice and in our understanding of spirituality to even claim the word to begin with. So I like that there's like kind of this threshold of self-work that has to happen before anybody can even claim the word witch. But if you're going to be a witch and you're going to claim that word and you're going to be like, yes, here I am. Like, I am a witch. And I like that that's like, (laughs) I like that that's my like announcement (laughs) to like witchiness. Like, yes, here I am. Like, what kind of, what is that? Um, But anyway, if you're going to claim the word witch and you're going to be, yes, here I am. I am a a witch. And you're going to show up like that. You have to have done something within yourself to be able to like be empowered enough to do that unless you are like doing it to like scare your grandma or to like make your mother unhappy or something like that. But if that's the case, your witchiness isn't going to get you very far anyway, because I believe that your magic is directly, the strength of your magic is directly proportional to the amount of self-work that you have done. So like if you are somebody who takes notes or like remembers phrases or something like that, like jot this one down, the strength of your magic is directly proportional to how much self-work you have done. Because what people are really talking about when they're talking about like spells bouncing back or karma or the read of three or whatever it is, is that, and I almost went on a rant about saying like karma is not that, like don't use the word karma, but I'm just going to save that rant for later. But please, if you're listening and you know about that, like know that I also know. Um, When people are really talking about when they are referring to like the bounce back or the read of three or whatever it might be, what they're actually referring to is like if you have shown up to a spell and you like your energy is like not so clean. And what I mean by that is like if you are bringing a bunch of like unhealed wounds within yourself and some nasty toxicity that's like kind of like comes from your place of ego or from like an emotional just reflex or something like that, then that's where the bounce back is. That is where that like, oh my God, better watch out. It's going to come back at you. That's where that comes from. Like people don't understand that because they're thinking that it's external to themselves. They're thinking that spell work and energy shaping and like casting out is something external to you. And like this like ball of negative karmic energy can just like, like a bubble can float over you and pop on you and shower down upon you. But really what's actually happening is that if you are coming to a spell and your energy is like kind of dirty because you haven't done yourself work and you're coming from a place that feels like 
that icky static. Like, I think you kind of know what I'm talking about when you're just mad and you're like, I'll show her. And it, for me, it, I, ew, it feels gross in like my back and like sometimes kind of like my arms a little bit. And it's this sticky, staticky, like ictastic energy that I would be bringing to something because what I'm really doing is like I'm operating from a place of my ego is hurt or I feel messed up so someone else should feel messed up. And like we have to work through these impulses within ourselves because you don't want to be bringing that energy to magic. You really don't. Now, that said, dark magic, when done correctly, you do intentionally bring that angry, dirty energy, but you bring it and see the key word there is you bring it intentionally. You know you are mad. You know you are fired up. You know you are in this place and this state, but you also know because you have done enough self-work and you have done a lot of self-work and you have gone through your shadow work and you have done self-reflecting. You also know that you know, if left up to the judges of the universe, which is what it happens when we cast a spell like that, the judges of the universe decide this. If left up to the judges of the universe, they would say, yeah, she's right, though. Like, she, all right, she can have this angry energy. She is absolutely right. I am with her 100, like, like, hex the man. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you have to come to your energy from the place of being absolutely justified and knowing that you're absolutely justified. And you can only do that if you have done self-work. I have to like really stress this enough. So when we look at our shadow side, what we're doing is we're looking at the places in which we are kind of like out of pocket. We are looking at the places in which maybe we're not being the best person possible. And we all know about these places within ourselves. Like, and if you're having trouble figuring out where these places are, here's like some tips and tricks, okay? Number one, anytime you get like super defensive, there's a, there's a place for you. Anytime you feel like super like you want to discuss this situation over and over so other people can tell you that you're right, there is probably some self-work for you to do within yourself in that situation. Um, Anywhere that you are feeling blocked in your life, like you're like, I'm wishing that, um, I'm wishing that, you know, I could have love or I'm wishing that I could lose this weight or I'm wishing that I could gain some weight or I'm wishing that I could um, be healthier, happier. I'm wishing that I could have like a better job. I'm wishing for whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Any area, like especially if they involve relationships and improving relationships, like not even just like romantic relationships, but like friendships and otherwise, any area that you feel blocked, it's usually because there's some kind of self-work that you need to do. There's some kind of shadow work that you need to do. You're like holding a resentment against somebody so you that you refuse to work to through and you don't want to like kind of see both sides of the situation. Well, that's like some shadow work. Um the foundation of everything is kind of based in this concept that like if we can get in alignment with who we truly are um, and that that can feel like a good place that we can feel like at the end of every day, I want you to be able to put your head on a pillow and I want you to be like, you know what? I am okay with all of the choices that I made today. Like I know that I operated from this place of like my highest good and the highest good of those around me. And at the end of the day, like when I rest my head on this pillow, I feel good. I feel okay. I feel in alignment with my integrity. 
And so we need to do a bunch of things like defining our terms, like what are my morals? What are my values? Not what are the ones that were taught to me? Not what are my mother's morals and values, but what are mine? Because whenever we're living out of alignment with who we truly are, we are in a difficult place and we are having a tough time. And when we live out of alignment with who we truly are, guess what? We bring that concept of not being in alignment. We bring that into our spell work. Our spell work is not fully aligned when we're not fully aligned, which is why I'm telling you that the more self-work you do, the more powerful you become as a spiritual creature, as a spiritual being, and as a spellcaster. I hope you hear this beautiful bird that is like yelling at me for recording a podcast. And if not, just know that like the gods are chiming in and they are like, hallelujah, say it again, girlfriend, like repeat it louder for those in the back. You have to do your self-work to be a powerful witch. Shadow work can start in like the most simple of places. It can just start somewhere easy. What I don't want you doing is like digging into your trauma by yourself without like professional support. Please don't do that. What I want you to do is just dig into the small areas. Like, do you find yourself like incredibly like stressed out and upset in traffic? Like, do you find yourself really like super perturbed by minor inconveniences? Trace that back and say to yourself, like, what is it that's actually bothering me here? See, asking yourself inquisitive questions is how you start to unveil your shadow side. It's how you start to understand, like, where is my negative energy controlling me? Shadow work is really that question. Boom, figured it out. Shadow work is really just asking yourself, where is my negative energy controlling me rather than where, where can I control all of my energy? Because ultimately, a witch is a person who is controlling the energy that is circulating anywhere a really powerful witch is controlling the energy of anyone anywhere at any time because she's aware that in her version of reality she's in charge of all of the energy right and so she can kind of direct it I mean obviously with divine intervention and support and help and all of the things that go along with that I'm I'm generalizing for the sake of simplicity okay so don't don't take that as gospel but What I'm saying is that a witch is aware that they are able to control the energy around them and that affects their their life directly. And so a witch who is controlled by her emotions and her impulses and her shadow side is not in charge of that energy. Her impulses, her emotions, and her shadow side are in charge of that energy. And that's going to ultimately create more of all of that vibe. Because if that's in charge, that's going to obviously stir up more and more of that. So what we're, what we're seeking to do is to learn the places where we become reactive rather than proactive and where we just kind of like impulsively act and we're not always in alignment with our own highest good, let alone the highest good of others. Because you can be in alignment with your highest good and still hold people accountable for their actions. And in fact, I would make an argument that we are more powerful when we are coming from a place of centeredness and groundedness and being whole than we are when we are reactive and freaking out. So if you think that the job of a witch, and I'm not over here being all love and light, let's only cast like positivity out there. I'm here saying if you are going to do something that is what I like to call justice seeking magic. If you are if you are out here trying to hold a person accountable, I want you to do it from a place of centeredness, groundedness and like you know you are in the right here rather than a place from like oh my god, I can't believe it. I can't believe you did this to me and then like casting out some some drama and mayhem that will ultimately also hurt you because you are being reactive. You are being controlled by the shadow rather than you control 
controlling and directing the shadow. See, I want you to always be able to be in a place where you are able to get back to center. And please notice I didn't say I want you to always be centered because that's not realistic and that's not healthy and that's not exactly how it works. But what I want you to do is to always be able to get yourself back to center because if you can do that, oh my God, every all the animals are like a frenzy. They're freaking out. If you can do that, if you can get yourself back to a place where you are centered at all times, then you are making decisions from a position of power and from Um, just like this really cool place of being grounded and aware and calm and collected and you still are going to hold the world accountable for itself and that is like true power and that is like true purpose and that is really truly what somebody who we're going to look to as a spiritual like as somebody who is like a spiritual guide, that's what we want. We want them to be able to stand still in their power and make appropriate decisions. But unless or until we have done our shadow work and our self work, and unless or until we've looked into ourselves and been like, where am I kind of being controlled by negative energy? Like where does that come up the most for me? And where is that the negative energy control me rather than me controlling it? Unless or until we look at that within ourselves and try to seek to heal it, we are not that powerful. We just aren't. We aren't in control of our realities as much. Our realities are in control of us. And that's not what anybody wants. We can't operate on a system in which we want to be spiritually like in charge or claiming the title of which or spiritually managing the world around us if we are not actually able to always do that so I want you to start by asking yourself like where could I be a better person or what areas of my life do I not really like like or what people in my life do I avoid what situations do I avoid because of fear because I'll tell you a secret identifying and finding your shadow work is always going to be by looking at the things you're afraid of so that's a good place to start and I don't mean like spiders (laughs) what I mean is like I have a fear of inadequacy or I have a fear of being fundamentally unlovable or I have a fear of being insignificant or invisible or worthless or you know, something, something along those lines. And then I want you to work with like a professional, if you can, (laughs) to do this work, because it's not always, it's not always a good idea, especially if you have any kind of mental illness or depression or anxiety. It's not always a good idea to go at this journey alone. Okay. So I really want you to find a professional, whether it's a therapist, a counselor, a psychiatrist, um, spiritual counselor, um, a life coach, whatever it is that you whatever it is that you are drawn to I want you to look to seek to have some support in your life for doing this work but I also want you to know that like you are capable and you are worthy of doing this work of healing yourself a lot of your wounds are not your fault most of our wounds are not our fault but our wounds become our responsibility because what we can do with a wound is we can take it and turn it into a weapon to harm somebody else with and we don't want to do that you know, there's that like an, an eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. See, what we want to do is we want to heal our wounds so that we can rise above them and not allow whatever it is that has wounded us to define us. I don't want to be defined by the like craptastic, awful things that have happened to me. I would much rather be defined by the choices that I've made from my own seat of power and from my own place of being whole 
and my own experiences rather than let the experiences that others have inflicted upon me tell me who I am? I don't think so. Absolutely not. That does not sound fun to me. So I'm going to do my self-work and I'm going to encourage you to do your self-work so that you can let go of anything that's not you and you can only be a being, a creature that is in alignment with yourself, who loves herself, who loves himself, who loves themselves, and who is able to act from a place of what they actively want to be and want to call forth with intentionality and purpose, rather than what they impulsively are creating within themselves because of some negativity or harm that has just befallen them. So think that over and understand that you are a beautiful creature. You are a beautiful gift to the world. The very fact that you are drawn to this work shows that you are this a magical creature who has like contains multitudes. You are gifted beyond measure. And the fact that you care about this means that you have so much potential and so much power and so much strength in there. It's never too late to start. It's never too late to start. So just go ahead and love yourself up and take good care of yourself. And if anybody does want to talk to me further about any of this, I am a multi-certified life coach. This is like the other half of most of my work and most of my practice and most of my business is coaching people and helping people kind of get in alignment with who they truly are to figure out what kind of life they truly want to have and to, to get out of their own way and to break all those barriers down within themselves whenever they come up. That's what my job is. I teach people how to do that, how to live their best life, basically. I like to say how to live the life that your soul wants you to live, um, how to like hear your soul and follow her impulses and whatever path she wants you to go. That's the work that I have to offer to the world here is um, supporting people in living that life. And so if you want more information on that or want to talk to me about that, you know how to find me. Um, I am on my website, moonstonewitchy.com, and I am over on Instagram, and you can slide into my DMs whenever you feel like it. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, please hit me up. You know I love to hear from you all. And I hope that you are having a beautiful, blessed week, and I will talk to you all soon.